You're tuning into Podmas on Vlogboss Radio, episode 133. What's up, socials? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Vlogboss Radio. It is Tuesday, December 12, 2017, and this is Podmas 25 Days of YouTube Vlogging Tips. We're going to keep it going here because it's Podmas and Vlogmas, if you didn't know, which, my goodness, you've not been listening for the last... 11 days if so but I'm vlogging and podcasting every day until Christmas this month because it is the time for giving and I have so much to give so that is what's happening if you want to watch the videos type in your browser amy.video it'll take you straight to my YouTube channel and you can tune in over there I have to say this week is super exciting because I'm doing another collab Q&A with Carrie Green from the Female Entrepreneurship Association. We're going to be talking about visualization and all that fun stuff. So make sure you go over to the channel. Stay tuned for that on Wednesday. It is popping a great, great great episode. We do talk about sort of being a lady entrepreneur and staying motivated, but it applies to all. So make sure you tune in over there. Amy.video. We need to get into the good stuff. In just a few minutes, we're going to be talking about five ways that you can make money on YouTube. But first, as always, it's time for your Vlogboss gift recommendation of the day. Every day for Podmas, I'm sharing something that I would recommend to another vlog boss. Maybe it's somebody in your life. Maybe it's you. No matter what, all of these things are something that I recommend and would be perfect for this holiday season. Today's vlog boss gift recommendation is the bullet journal. It sounds funny, right? If you don't know what it is, it's basically a technique of note taking that has in recent years become very popular. And the creator has also got an official bullet journal that you can buy to bullet journal with, essentially. I actually got started with this technique at the beginning of 2017, and I'm so happy because my little journal is coming to a close for the year, and I can say I actually stuck with one note-taking technique for an entire year. I already bought my 2018 journal, and it's so exciting. The basic concept of it is tracking everything based on bullet points, tasks, events, and doing a sort of chronological documentation of everything so that you don't lose track of the details, stay organized, and get things done. And I absolutely live for this technique, so I highly recommend you snag the bullet journal. The super cool thing about this is you can do this with any journal that you want. You could go to a store right now and pick something up and use it. All you have to do is go to the Bullet Journal YouTube channel and watch their guide on how to do the technique. And you could just do it in any journal you want. I just happened to have picked up a journal on Amazon that I liked. And then I thought this year I'm going to get the official journal. I am just loving this. So it's completely up to you. You could actually have this be a somewhat free experience if you happen to have a notebook and you're like, oh, I think I'm going to start bullet journaling and just go and learn the process. It's super easy and it just keeps life so much more organized. So details to get to the bullet journal and also that bullet journal guidance video will be in the show notes. If you want 
some more ideas of video gear or any other vlog boss stuff I like to recommend, go check out vloglikeaboss.com slash gear guide and download that gear guide. And that was your vlog boss gift guide recommendation of the day. Let's get into our YouTube tip. We're talking about making money with YouTube today. There are five ways. I actually talked about this in a video this year about making money vlogging, but there are five ways that you can start thinking about how to start driving revenue from YouTube content. And there's obviously a lot of different directions you can go, not just five, but these are the first five that I really recommend for somebody who is trying to get a handle on, if I have a strategy on this, what am I actually going to do to make it worth my while? So let's go with the five ways to make money on YouTube, starting with number one and probably the most well-known for YouTube, and that is Google AdSense. A lot of people know that if you start a YouTube channel and you become a part of the partner program, which we have talked about during Podmas as something that now is only available to those with at least 10,000 views on the channel overall, that's the point where you'll be allowed to join the YouTube partner program, which allows you to sign up for Google AdSense and make ad revenue on your videos on YouTube. So this used to be much more exclusive at the start of YouTube, then it became something anyone could do, and now in the last year they've changed it to only people with 10,000 views or more. Trying to keep the integrity of the program by not allowing just anybody who goes viral on YouTube to um, just grab uh, some AdSense. Now, obviously, once you go viral beyond 10,000 views, they're like, sweet, awesome, you're helping us. But they really are trying to advocate for serious creators to be a part of this program and make it worth their ad spend. So Google AdSense, most popular. The thing is, you really, really got to have a lot of regular views on YouTube for this to start paying the bills. So the struggle I see with this one in particular is that people go in on it so so intensely that they think it's the one and only way to make money with YouTube and that they need to focus on what their CPM is, how many how many dollars per thousand views essentially are they making and what's everybody else getting and how do they get more views to get more AdSense. You should be getting more views to have a greater impact to increase your influence on your audience. You shouldn't be thinking about, oh, I need to increase it just because of AdSense because there's so many other ways to make money. And this is a great one once you've really hit your stride. But I can tell you right now, just get a gauge for this. My YouTube channel is around 80,000 subscribers. I'm getting probably 100,000, between 100 and 200,000. Well, actually, it's closer to 200,000 views a month on my channel as a whole. And the reality is this stuff is barely paying for a couple a couple trips to the grocery store, should we say. So that's why I recommend you not get so hung up on Google AdSense and think, okay, this is one opportunity and it's certainly a good one because if I have AdSense turned on, if I have the ability to monetize my channel, YouTube's probably going to look at that favorably. They would never say that. They probably don't actually do that. But if I'm YouTube and I'm thinking I want to make more money, I'm probably liking the content that has AdSense turned on. That's just my assumption I've always had. I've never heard that from a YouTube representative or anywhere on YouTube.com, um, but that's just my feeling. That program exists for a reason, okay? 
The second way to make money on YouTube that I recommend is with affiliate sales. I personally think that when you're just getting started and maybe you're not a salesperson at heart, it's going to be really, really tough for you to sell yourself. And so you should think about what are the things that you really believe in? What are the products that you you buy yourself, that you trust, that aligns with the purpose and the plan that you have for your audience there on YouTube and sell them something that you believe in and are also able to get a kickback on so that you can start leveraging that influence and making money in different ways. So for instance, I've been a longtime user and advocate of aweber.com. That's my email marketing software. So whenever any, anybody asks me, you know, I want to grow an email list, how would I go about doing that? Who should I go with? I'm going to say, hey, look, this is where I have the most experience. I think they're great for people who are just getting started, but don't want to feel restricted with the things that they can do with email and all the bells and whistles. So I recommend AWeber. And if you go to SavvySexySocial.com slash AWeber, that's an affiliate link and you'll sign up and you'll be helping me and you'll be able to sign up and try it for 60 days for free because they do that special for my community. That's a, that's a thing that's a very natural, as you heard me just say, very natural thing to bring to my audience. And I, I trust the product. You should try it. If you want to support me for recommending it to you, then here's the link you can go to. The transparency only contributes to the advocacy, in my opinion. So affiliate sales are great. The other thing to think about is, you know, I Aweber designed a landing page for me on their website to really welcome my community. You're not going to have that all the time if you don't have an existing audience yet, but you still can make affiliate sales. If we think about Amazon affiliate, that's open to pretty much anybody. If you sign up, if you tell them what your social or your tax ID is and you have your, your automatic deposits linked to a bank account, they'll absolutely allow you to create affiliate revenue on Amazon. And I think that that's been a really interesting and probably important part of their growth and success is that anyone can make money with Amazon when they recommend a product that they think is great. So in thinking about affiliate, there's so much opportunity there, even if you have no followers, but you want to make some money. If you can, if let's say a video starts to perform well on YouTube, then have some affiliate links. You do need to disclose to to Amazon where you are putting those affiliate links and make sure that's all approved. But that's a really great way to do that. And so I totally recommend it, especially for those people getting started that don't want to have to contact a brand and say, I'd like to be a, a an affiliate for you. Maybe it's not the right time for that yet and you just want to dive in. If you just search for an affiliate of any product, you may find it, especially if it's a digital product and you can just sign up, get your affiliate link and share that with your community. I highly recommend that you do think about short linking these links for affiliates. Um, for instance, I have a plugin on my website called Pretty Link, so I can take anything and make it a SavvySexySocial.com URL, even though it's probably some long, annoying affiliate link when they actually give it to you. I can turn it into a prettier link so that when I share it, not only can I track how many people click on it, but I can also just make it easier to say. So I could sit in front of the camera and say SavvySexySocial.com slash Aweber. That's super easy. Um, it's also nicer to look at when you post it in the description and things like that. So affiliate sales, a really, really great way to get started with revenue on YouTube. The third tip I have for you on making money is sponsorship. So I want you to get out of your own head about this. This sounds very overwhelming. It sounds like it's unachievable, 
but I promise you it is. And I have talked about this where I've even seen people post in my comments that have a couple thousand subscribers on YouTube, nothing insane. And they say, you know, I was able to get a sponsor early on. If you're very, very focused on who your community is and you know them like the back of your hand, you know what products will pay off for them. And that's an opportunity for you to go to a company and say, hey, I really trust what you're doing. I think my community needs it. I want to align in a way with you that will be compelling for them to actually go and try your stuff. And so how can we make this work? Even in the early days of a channel, you should be thinking about doing sponsorship. You're just going to have a little bit of flexibility with what is going to come in in terms of revenue because they're going to go, well, you know, we don't really have a budget for communities of your size because brands are still measuring views and subscribers and views. That makes sense. I mean, like definitely measure the views. Subscribers, not so much. You should be measuring real impact as a brand. However, you can say to them, that's fine. I really just want to start to build a relationship with you and potentially do bigger and better things in the future. So how about we start now with something that's a little bit easier of a sponsorship and make it more like a collaboration? I will say that you're a sponsor of this episode and you let me know that you're okay with that so that we're disclosing something that's correct. And you pay me back in sponsorship with some sort of exposure. So take my video and put it in your email list and share it with all of your users. Or you can promote me in some other capacity. Get creative about what a sponsorship could actually look like. Just because you think you don't have value to offer doesn't mean that's true. You're just looking at it in the wrong framework. Most brands, yes, are probably only going to think about sponsorship in the in the world of followers. But allow yourself to get creative and offer an opportunity that could pay off for both of you in another way. Otherwise, if you do have a community, if you have been growing, if you've got some some followers, some views, then go and reach out to those companies that are your dream list and say, hey, I want to work with you. I have a community. Do you have a budget for sponsorship? Let's plan something cool here. Let's do a campaign. Let's start a partnership and go from there. So you have to go after them a lot of the time. I know we're sitting here waiting for the sponsors to come knocking on our doors because we're working, 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 working and growing, but you got to sell yourself. So this is where you have to start thinking like a salesperson where affiliate, you could just kind of get away with recommending a product and um, it's, it's not so big a deal that you're not selling yourself. You're selling something else. Well, now you have to go to a sponsorship so that you can sell them and sell yourself in the act. So it's a lot, but it's a huge opportunity to make money. And this is where a lot of the money is being thrown around in the YouTube monetization format. So definitely something to think about there. The fourth way I recommend that you make money is something that I do quite a lot and is the vast majority of my revenue in my business. And that is through consulting and coaching. So maybe you have a channel based on what you do really well and that expertise. Well, create a consulting program around that so that you can talk about it in your videos and say, I coach on this. If you're interested in working with me, there are details on this in the description. Really let people know that you have a consulting offering so that if they say, this person is really smart at this, maybe I will want to work with them or maybe there's a way to do that. Don't make them guess. Give them a chance to go and hire you. Have that show up in your description 
on YouTube for every single upload. You may or may not know, but there is a default description that you can type up in your YouTube channel so that you don't have to type some of the same stuff over and over again, like link here if you want to work with me, link here if you want to follow me on Twitter. You can type up all of that. That's why most of my descriptions look very, very similar And it's because most of it is default and I change up the beginning and move some things around on a case-by-case basis. So consulting should be in that description if you have it as an offering, but it's going to be more compelling if you actually shout it out in the video in a way that's contextually going to make sense. If it's your ending call to action, that's one thing, or it could also be just, hey, I was talking to a client the other day because I'm actually a a consultant for this, blah, 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 blah. You know, really make it natural. And you can totally leverage YouTube to get that exposure to bring in more consulting work. I can tell you that because I've been doing it for a long time. And the fifth way we're going to get into is selling product. So maybe you actually have a product that you sell. Your inclination is probably going to be to start making videos about that product. How do you use it? Unboxing it? Things like that. You should totally have that stuff on your channel, but it should not be the whole thing. Spread it out. Maybe you talk about your product in specific ways a couple times a month, but the rest of the month you're doing things that are valuable and are are not going to be dependent on someone buying the product itself. The reason you have the product-based videos is so that if people are searching for it, then they find your channel and they find the product and they get acquainted with it. And they often will make a purchase decision when they're searching for a product on YouTube. So you're right there and they think about picking up yours. But we need the other stuff from an audience awareness standpoint to grow the brand, to grow exposure. You have to be able to talk about things that are not necessarily related to the product. But it doesn't mean that you can't sell product on the channel. You just have to make it sense from a context standpoint. So let's say you sell journals. What can you talk about that would apply to somebody who likes the idea of journaling? You're going to have a couple of videos about journals, but you're also going to have more videos about being organized, getting your thoughts out there, brainstorming, dreaming, and writing down your dreams. What are the things you can talk about in videos that would be related to the fact that you sell a journal? That's your content strategy on YouTube. You can still sell the product, but talk about things that are interesting to people before they know your product exists. So those are the five ways that I recommend you make money on YouTube. Number one, Google AdSense. Just get to that 10,000 view mark, turn on AdSense, and allow yourself that little paycheck to come in. Number two, affiliate sales. Anything you can think to recommend probably has an affiliate program. Search for it. Sign up for it. It probably doesn't even take a phone call. It's usually just an online form. Get those affiliate links. If you're thinking about recommending something ever in a video, do your research to make sure you have an affiliate link for it first. Three, sponsorships. You're never too small if your audience is focused and targeted. If you know them and you know what's best for them, you can get sponsors on your videos. Number four, consulting. If you do something well, do it for your clients and let people know on YouTube that you do offer that. And number five, sell products, which is obvious for those people who have products. And we often see YouTubers come up with products, merchandise, t-shirts, coffee mugs, you name it. I mean, I've even thought about having a t-shirt. It's just not really a priority. (laughs) So it's just something that's very easy to allow yourself to increase your brand awareness and of course, increase your revenue. So 
Those are your five ways to make money on YouTube. And that was your YouTube tip of the day. This has been your Podmas on Vlogbus Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it as always. If you want to discover your excellence in vlogging and building your personal brand, pick up a copy of my book, Vlog Like a Boss, found on Amazon or your favorite online stores. Visit vloglikeaboss.com for details. Subscribe for good vibes and remember to go after the life that you want. Cheers. Cheers.